0: Hi, I'm John Larito and welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related related to leading yourself, and of course, leading others. Um, Before we get into it, I wanted to ask each of you, my faithful listeners and those of you who have been so good at giving me feedback and suggestions, please go on to your podcast source, whether it's iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, whatever it is. And go on there and give a review. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your feedback. Of course, I'm looking for five stars and your feedback, your comments. Uh, that helps greatly if you do, of course, like this show, which I'm hoping you, that you do. Uh, so I wanted to share with you some uh, some thoughts around a topic that I'm going to cover a number of episodes uh, around this topic because it's such an important topic. And I think it's one of those areas that leaders struggle with so, so much and that has to do with leadership versatility and overall styles of leadership. And here's a really interesting fact: believe it or not, 54% of leaders—this is a documented fact—54% uh, of leaders only use one style of leadership with every single person in every situation or uh, situation that they come across. One style of leadership. Only one percent of leaders truly one percent of leaders know how to use more than four styles four or more styles of leadership so uh, it is an incredibly important and effective um, leadership skill set and i'm going to break this up into a few different parts today i want to talk about leadership styles as it results to a follower's readiness and basically where they are in their whole journey which i'm going to take you through a couple of examples and how your leadership style can change or should change to increase the likelihood of success of that person that you're leading now i don't care if this is your kid you're a parent you're a teacher your coach your business leader ceo this is effective and works incredibly well and again it's one of those things that most leaders really struggle with so i'll give you a quick example um a couple of stories one is you know i remember being at the ocean with my daughter sky and uh, this was a number of years ago and it was when she was a uh, you know, a little kid and we were getting ready. She wanted to go into the ocean and she was super excited and she had been kind of, you know, playing it and stuff, but she really wanted to learn. She wanted to get in there and she wanted to like, you know, surf the waves and stuff like that and body surf. And, uh, you know, she was really, really excited. And she was what I call and what we call in leadership circles, an enthusiastic beginner. She didn't have the skill to do what she wanted to do, which was to really master you know, riding the waves and stuff like that, the things that she saw people doing that were a lot of fun. Uh, But she definitely had a high amount of motivation, right? She was really excited about it. So for me as a leader, it was kind of pretty easy to get her started because she was already there. Like she wanted to jump in the water. She just wanted me to come with her. Uh, She was a classic enthusiastic beginner. Now, leadership style at that point is really just direct them. Right? Okay, Sky. here's what we're going to do. We're going to go in and I'm teaching her the, the actual, you know, here's how you actually surf a wave. You got to wait for the wave. You're looking for this. And when it's, you know, a few feet behind you, you're going to start swimming. You're going to kick your feet out throw your chest out and ride the wave and this and that. So again, easy, relatively easy. And that enthusiastic beginner, but we're out there in this huge monster wave uh, comes and uh, out of nowhere, and, like, wipes us out big time. Now, I saw it coming, so I grabbed her to hold on to her. Uh, but this thing was a monster. And it sent me flying. It sent her flying. I lost literally for a second there. She was tumbling around. My glasses went flying. I never found those things again. And we were both, like, knocked to the ground. And I will tell you, as an adult, it was not fun. It was painful. As a kid, it, like, poof. It just like totally devastated her. So she, needless to say, she entered really quickly the next phase of leadership of the learning curve and the readiness curve. And that was she really quickly became what we call a disillusioned learner, which means that you begin any new task and it's exciting. It's fun, right? You're you're totally enthused about doing it. And then you start to do it and whether you have a failure or a setback or you just in general realize how hard it is to do this task, it's not as easy as you originally thought, all of a sudden your motivation sinks like a rock and you don't want to do it anymore. And it, in her case, yeah, she didn't want to do it anymore. She didn't want to. She didn't want to go in the water anymore. Not only did she not want to learn to body surf, she didn't want to go in the water anymore. And I understand it because most people, when they're faced with that situation, I don't care if it's you fell off a horse or a bike, or you got you know playing ball and you got hit in the head with the ball, or you're riding wave and you get knocked down. All of a sudden, that fun task, that thing that was really exciting at one point, really quickly becomes like disastrous, and you don't even want to touch it. You don't want to do anything. It's just like your nemesis. So she was in this uh, disillusioned learner phase. Now, I didn't do a great job at that point of helping her get through that, because it was a long period of time before she'd go into the water. I mean, it was probably a couple of years before she felt comfortable getting back in. So let me contrast that with another story. And I'll tell you how somebody helped me get through that disillusioned learner phase really quickly, and how you as a leader can learn from this because there's two things, two two things that you can do when you see your people in that disillusioned phase. So another water story. I was learning to water ski. And for those of you who know how to water ski or do it, you know it's a ton of fun. And it absolutely is. I wanted to learn how to do it. So I had a friend who had a boat and we went out there. And uh, I'm watching people do it. It looks easy. I'm like absolutely classic, enthusiastic beginner. I'm like, okay, just give me the stuff. Let me go. You know, they gave me a little bit of direction. You know, okay, here's what you got to do. I'm like, you know, half listening. It's my turn to get into the water. You know, I'm, I'm behind the boat. I'm submerged. I got my life jacket. I got my skis pointing up just like they told me. I'm holding onto the handle and uh, give the thumbs up or whatever sign. And then the boat takes off. And like, I just go dragging immediately through the water. I don't even let go. I go dragging through the water. I'm like, you know, like, uh, like, like submerged underwater and um, I'm getting dragged. I finally let go and I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't fun. And I'm like, all right, well, let me try it again, whatever. So I get back, you know, they circle. And if you know, I mean, you know, the boat's got to come back around. It's not like this, hey, 10 seconds later, you're back trying, you know, attempt number two. It takes a few minutes to circle back around, you know, get you in position. You get the skis back on because they fly off. Um, you know, again, I'm sitting there, my skis pointed up. You know, the driver of the boat floors it. And uh, again, I just like collapse into the water. I get dragged through the water. I'm like, wow, this sucks. And now I'm getting really frustrated. I'm like, I don't get it. What's, you know, they're trying to explain it to me and this and that. And needless to say, I must have tried another 10 times and and at this point it's at least an hour and there are other people on the boat that want to do it and I still can't get up after 10 times I'm like now all this stuff's going through my head I'm like this is ridiculous and I'm like I don't even want to do this anymore I mean this is stupid who wants to water ski water skiing sucks like I don't ever want to do this again and I'm just my whole mentality is changing and I just told my friend who was driving the boat I'm like you know what I'm done I don't even want to do it anymore uh, honestly. And he's like, no, 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 no. Give it another try. I'm like, no, honestly, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I truly don't even want to do it. I did. I don't now. It doesn't look like as much fun as I thought it was going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, my friend could have left it at that. Now, I, if, if he did, I guarantee I probably would never to this day after, you know, a couple decades later, would never have water skied. I would have never had any reason to go back because I had a terrible experience. I was a disillusioned learner. I quit. I never got past it and no reason to ever go back to it. But my friend did something different. He refused to let me quit. I mean, literally, he like got in my face. He's like, I don't care if we're out here for the rest of the afternoon. I don't care if it takes us 20 or 30 or 40 more times. He said, we're doing it. We are not going back in. It's my boat, my rules. You get back up there, and we are just going to keep going until you get it. I mean, he legitimately would not let me stop. Well, all right. Okay, fine, man. If this is how you want to do it, all right, whatever. And he said, but here's the deal. I want you to do something different. And he gave me a little different instructions. Talked to me in a different way about it. He's like, okay, when you're doing it, you're kind of collapsing. You got to keep your body stiff. You got to keep your legs, your, your, your knees bent, but you got to kind of push through the water. You got, to, you got strong legs, push them through the water. Don't just collapse when the boat pulls you. And I'm like, all right. So I kind of had that in my mind. Well, sure enough, the next time he pulls me, I get up. And I'm up and I'm up. I'm like water skiing. I'm doing whatever I see everybody else doing. That's so much fun. I'm water skiing. I'm doing it. It's awesome. And it is fun. For those of you who've never done it, it is a blast. Honestly, get out there and try it. And call me if you want some, you know, <laughs> some help getting through that phase if you're falling too much. But I will tell you, it was a blast. And I was actually up. I didn't fall for like, you know, five minutes. I'm zooming around and stuff. And I just, I wanted to do it again and again and again and again. Now, that leadership that my friend provided at that point changed the whole course of everything, right? I would have given up the sport, never done it. Now, it's not like I do it all the time by any means. I'd love to, but I quickly went in from disillusioned learner to what I call capable but cautious performer. I was doing it. Now, I'm not a master at it, but once I got up that first time, I'm like, I'm up, all right. Okay, now it's tense. I'm thinking through what I'm doing and stuff like that, but my motivation went right up really up high my skills went up because I now I'm learning it right so my motivation and my skills go up and I want to do it more and more and it's that critical juncture between disillusioned learner and capable and cautious performer that leaders struggle with but it is the most important phase it's the most important transition if you can get your people through that the rest is actually easy because once you're a capable and cautious performer and you keep doing it because you want to do it you're going to keep wanting to do it you keep doing it, keep doing it. Your skills build, your competence, your confidence goes up dramatically. You then become a self-reliant achiever. And that's kind of the almost pinnacle of this is one more. But a self-reliant achiever, which is really where you are now in a position of being able to do it without even thinking about it. So I, I at that point, if I kept doing it and doing it and kept practicing it, I wouldn't even have to think about it. I'd just get up there, do it. I could ski probably with one arm or, you know, on one ski or whatever. That's what a self-reliant achiever looks like. And then when you get your people to self-reliant achiever, their confidence is so high and their competence is so high, they're in a teaching mode. And that's where you get somebody to the mastery level where they're then truly giving back and developing other people, which is the next level. And that's where you have your organization really growing. So leaders, don't give up. When I was working with Sky, all I needed to do was to push her. Now, for her, it wouldn't have worked because she's not the type where if I just said, get in there and do it, she would have done it. For me, it worked because that was a style of leadership I needed from my friend. What I would have done with my daughter and needed to do was to coach her. I needed to be there and say, hey, Sky, listen, I know this is tough. And I know this that sucks, that hurt. And that was scary. But I promise you, if you keep going, you're you're going to figure this out and you're going to love it. So why don't we do this together? We're going to go arm in arm. We're going to start with really small waves. We're not going to go deep. And let's just get you back into it so you start to feel a little bit more confident. Had I done that, I would have gotten her back in the water two years sooner than it took her. And then I would have gotten her to self-reliant achiever that much faster. I would have gotten her to capable and cautious performer and then on the road to Self-Reliant Achiever. And when she's at that point, that's where she's grabbing everybody else and saying, Dad, I don't need you in the water. I want to show my cousin, my you know, friends, everybody else how to body surf because I'm so good at it and I love it and I want to teach other people how to do it. So leaders, pay attention. Take this episode, record it. It's already recorded. Play it back, learn it. Try uh, try practice it more importantly reach out to me I'm happy to go through this with you with real-life leadership situations it's the thing that's probably helped me develop more people than anything is learning how to adapt your style of leadership okay real quick summary when somebody is a beginning a a, um, enthusiastic beginner it's very directive hey here's how you do it just it's very instructional right when they're disillusioned learner it becomes a little different style. It's kind of more like, you know, uh, it's a little bit sell- selling. It's more coaching, right? Uh, it's it's still you helping them to make the decision, but you got to do it with them. Okay, You got to kind of push them along. Or some cases, like my friend, it was, you know, kicking me in the butt. And then you get them up to that uh, capable and cautious performer. And that's more supporting. That's more kind of helping them do even better, right? It's giving them little tips. Tell me how I can improve my posture a little bit to have a better water skiing experience. So it's telling my daughter how she can ride the wave like a few seconds longer or even a bigger wave. That's the type of leadership. How can you, you're doing good. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna help you do great. And then when they're at that self-reliant achiever, it's really just delegating. It's helping them identify their own opportunities to get better and give back to other people And it's really just telling them and giving them direction on what they need to do. And then they're going to go and do it. They don't need the coaching and all that stuff or the direction. They just need, hey, you know, tell me where to go. I know where to do it. I know how to do it. It's a whole new world and it's incredible. So I hope this helped. And a great topic. I'm going to continue this over a few episodes and talk about leadership versatility, which is a different element of this. Um, We're going to go into some case examples and all kinds of cool stuff. So stay tuned for more on this. Again, please continue to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And please give reviews. Uh, on the podcast itself of course five stars is what I'm after so thanks everybody enjoy thanks for joining us on today's episode of tomorrow's leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching reach me at john at once again that's j-o-h-n at l-a-u-r-i-t-o-g-r-o-u-p.com thanks lead on